0: Hi, I'm Sharon Ng. I've been teaching English language for two years at Chongqing Hai Main. I used to think Classroom Inquiry had to be a super big formal project based on a lot of data and analytical skills I thought I didn't have. Now, I know from my experience that carrying out a Classroom Inquiry is doable and far less daunting.
1: Welcome to the English Language Institute of Singapore's podcast. I'm your host, Charmaine. And I'm your co-host, Caroline. Dr Caroline Ho is a Lead Specialist at Alice. She works closely with teachers, supporting them in conducting classroom inquiry. Let me start by introducing Sharon Ng, a teacher who attended the Alice
2: Classroom Inquiry course last year. Sharon, tell us what motivated you to embark on your inquiry. I observed that the high readiness students
0: in my class were generally competitive, yet they could also be overly cautious and less ready to speak up. They tended to be nervous when asked to answer questions in class or to address their classmates. They came across as rather robotic and were hesitant in their spoken delivery in class. I
2: see. Was there anything else you noted of your students' written and oral communication skills? I realized they could write reasonably well
0: with sound grammar and a wide range of vocabulary. But this did not mean they were fluent in their oral communication. I was intrigued by how different they could be in their written and oral communication. I felt that I wanted to stretch my students more. I was keen to explore what I could do to enable them to be
2: more confident speakers. Being curious about your students' learning And wondering how you could support them is a good start. Very often, classroom inquiry begins with a problem that teachers identify and reflect on. Professor Anne Burns of the University of New South Wales talks about a puzzle of practice, what you're curious about, what you're puzzled over. The puzzle could come from your observations or your interactions with students. For you, Sharon, it was a problem of practice that kick-started the inquiry process. So what did you decide to do next? Well, I realised I was
0: selecting the topics for my students to talk about all this while. I wanted to find out whether speaking on topics that they themselves were interested in would make my students more confident. Ah, can you tell us what you needed to learn in order to explore this further? Sure. What I needed to find out for myself first was what others had done in this area. I came across the work of Professor Christine Goh at the National Institute of Education. I learned from her that problems students face in Oracy could arise from stress, anxiety and discouragement. I drew inspiration from her account of how her weakest students were motivated to improve. This was when they had opportunities to use spoken English successfully to talk about what interested them, such as in school concerts and class skits. I also read a study by Anne Burns who stressed the importance of having knowledge about oneself as a speaker. This includes the speaker's self-efficacy in relation to the topic, as well as knowledge about the speaking task and its purpose. She saw all of this as contributing to one's metacognitive knowledge about speaking. Knowing this can build up a speaker's confidence led me to reflect on how I could help my students. I was even more encouraged when I read the work of Professor Martin Bygate. He says the link between fluency in speaking and confidence is reinforced by creating opportunities for students to engage in spontaneous talk. So, prioritizing fluency over the need to be accurate at all times actually enables learners to develop greater confidence and motivation to continue speaking.
2: I was inspired to help my students improve their oral communication skills. So you read some relevant research articles to build your understanding of the issue. Was there anything else that helped you to assess fluency in oral communication?
0: Yes, I found it helpful to refer to the EL syllabus 2020. I learned about the criteria to measure fluency. These were made explicit in the syllabus. According to the generic band descriptors for EL oral communication, fluency can be determined by pronunciation, Good use of stress and rhythm, a sustained development of response, as well as awareness of purpose, audience, and context. Understanding these helped me
2: focus on specific aspects of fluency. Right, so the learning you gained from the readings and EL syllabus helped you build up your knowledge base. What was your inquiry question, Sharon? I started off with this inquiry
0: question How will interest based learning? affect the learning outcomes for oral communication in secondary English classes. However, from the Alice Classroom Inquiry course, I learned that I needed to craft inquiry questions that were clear and focused. I found that my inquiry question was too broad and general, especially the part, Learning Outcomes for Oral Communication. I realized I would find it difficult to get answers to what I really wanted to find out without a clear focus. With your guidance, Dr. Ho, I refined the question. I was keen to discover if my students' choice of topics based on their interests affected how well they communicated. Then, I included two specific aspects in my inquiry question. First, choice of topic. And second, fluency in oral communication skills. This sharpened the focus of my inquiry to the effects of students' choice of topic
2: on their oral skills in presenting. Keeping your inquiry question focused helped you to look for the evidence you need to answer your question. Yes, and I
0: also learned that a good inquiry question has the appropriate scope. I realized that the words secondary English classes could cover all students. The scope was too broad. So I specified the group of students that I would focus on in my inquiry. These were the secondary one students that I was teaching. In my revised inquiry question, I replaced secondary English classes, which was too broad and general, with secondary one students. Good. Were you satisfied with your inquiry question after these changes, Sharon? Not quite. I noted that interest based learning came across as unclear, as this was too general. It didn't help me to look out for the evidence that I needed to answer my inquiry question. So, I changed it to student's choice of topic. This was observable and will help me in my data collection. I would know exactly what to examine in my inquiry.
2: Oh yes, you can see how the choice of words you used in crafting your inquiry question made a big difference. Was there anything else? Oh yes, do you remember
0: how you reminded me to take note of the verb I used in the inquiry question? You said that phrasing the question as how will interest-based learning affect the learning outcomes suggests something would definitely lead to a particular effect. Ah, yes, I did. You pointed out the need to keep my question bias-free and open-ended. So, I changed the start of the question to, how does... Putting together all these changes, I came up with the final form of the inquiry question. How does secondary one student's choice of topic affect their fluency in
2: oral communication skills in presenting? So devoting time to planning and carefully thinking through your inquiry question was the first step to an effective and meaningful classroom inquiry. You made sure your question was stated clearly and concisely, had the appropriate scope, and was open-ended and bias-free. That meant you were able to collect the data you needed to answer your inquiry question.
1: We have been listening to the first part of Sharon's inquiry learning journey. In the next episode, you'll hear how Sharon collected and analysed her data and what her findings were from her inquiry. Alright, that brings us to the end of the first part of this two-part series on a classroom inquiry. You can find a link to the readings and resources Sharon referred to in her inquiry in this episode's show notes, located at go.gov.sg forward slash ELIS podcast. Thank you for listening.